Welcome to the Shir and look at the Sichas Chelik Tezvav Lech Lecha Dalit. This Sicha has an incredibly famous background. The story is well known. Ahead of the Rebbe's 70th birthday in Tavshin Lamed Beis, people had suggested that the Rebbe take it easy. The Rebbe lightened his work schedule. He was already becoming older in years. And uh, the Rebbe enters the Fabrengen and he says five Sichas on the Gemara, Amar Abelezer, Kol Adam Laomal Yulad, says Abelezer, uh, quoting the Pasuk in Eiv, uh, in that every person is born to toil. After the five Sichas, the Rebbe says a mimer, and after the mimer, the Rebbe says, speaks directly to the theme that he was asked and suggested to take it easy, and he's going to intensify his work, and he asks that 71 moistas be created. So we have almost a whole fabrengen in this Sicha. There's a, a second fabrengen which is in this Sicha, which is Yud Shvat Tov Shin Chavches. The theme of that fabrengen was the idea that on a yard site, Kol Amoloi Asher Omal, all the toil that a person toiled over their lifetime, lifts up with them. And so again, we have multiple Sichas, I think it's four Sichas on this idea of what Omal means. So we have about nine Sichas. Uh, and two fa- full fabrengans in this sicha. There's also a mimer of the Friedrich Rebbe, Amar Rebbe Lezer, Kol Adam Lama Yulad, in Tafresh Peites, Yud Beis Tamas Tafresh Peites, which uh, is some of the theme of this sicha, and many of the ideas of the fabrengan are also discussed over there. So we begin with the context in our parsha, an interesting medrash. And as we know, Avram Avinu, was first in or costume, and then the Abishad tells him to go to uh, he goes with with uh, his father Terach, and first they go to Aram Narayim. And Aram Narayim is today in modern day Iraq. It's on the Tigris Euphrates River. And when he comes over there, says the Madrash, he sees people that are Oichlim, Vishoisim, Upoichazim, he sees people in the Iraqi region are eating, they're drinking, and they're being merry. And he says, Halavai, Loya Hechelki Baratzazais. He says, Halavai, that my portion not be in this land. The Evishta tells Avram, Lech Lecha, and he travels northwards, says in Medrash, Kivan Shigia Lusulama Shel Tsur, when he comes to the high point in Tsur and Tyre, which today is in lower Lebanon, so he's coming to the northern borders of Eretz Yisrael, he looks out and he sees people that are tilling the land, that are hoeing the land, that are working the land, and he asks Hashem, he says, Halavai Halavai that my portion be here in this land. And Abishta tells him, indeed, To your descendants I will give this land. And we see right away the idea that Avram Avinu wants and he desires a portion with those who are working the land. The idea of labor, the idea of working. The Rebbe, however, asks that it's understood why Avram Avinu wants to live in a society of labor, in a society where people don't just drink and be merry. But what does it have to do with the Abishter's response, to your descendants, I will indeed give this land. Many years later, the Jewish people will receive the land. Why the fact that it's a land 
where the people were working, why does that make it an appropriate place for the Yidden to receive? And the fact that perhaps the land kind of contributes to the atmosphere is a very interesting idea because ultimately we also know that the Canaanites, the Canaanim, were the most depraved and there was uh, a very, very um, lewd society, a very inappropriate society. So there was very negative things about the society. Yet, we see that there's something about the work that's done there that makes it an appropriate place for the Jewish people. What's the secret? of labor? What's the secret of work? What's the secret of umel of toil? And here we begin with this famous Gemara. Gemara in Sanhedrin, Tzadik Tes Omid Beis, Omar Rebelezer, says Rebelezer, Kol Adam L'Omel Nivra. Every person is created, a person is created to toil. For toil is the reason that a person is created. And he, like it says in Eoif, Ki Adam Omal Yulad. Eoif's friends, when they're talking to him, they say, Ki Adam Omal Yulad, a person is born to toil. And the passage continues, Ubnei Reshef Yagbiu Uf and the spark of fire lifts up above. But ki adam la the person is born to toil. Says Rabbi Lezer, what type of toil are we talking about? I do not know. Im la'amal peh nivra is a person created for a toil of speech. A Talking role, in la amal melacha, or was a person created for amal to toil in physical labor. So perhaps it's physical labor, just to work the land, or perhaps it's a more uh, labor of speech. Zakt Rabelazer Kishu Oimer, what it says in Mishle. In Mishle it says, there's a pasik that says, Nefesh. Amol Amlaloi, the uh, nefesh, the soul of the Amol of the one who, who toils, Amlaloi, toils for him, labors for him, says, and the Pasik concludes, Ki Okaf Olaf Piu, because his mouth forces him on. Akaf, his mouth forces him. So Zakhtra Belazer, Kishuai, Marki Akaf of Piu, that why is there the Amal? Because the mouth forces the Amal. Have Oimer, Lamal Penivra. Must be that the type of toil that a person is created for is a, a toil of speech. Says Belazer, fine, we're talking about speech, but I die in Ainiyadeya. I still don't know what type of speech. Im Lamal Torah. Is it a, a toil in Torah? Or is it just a toil in talking? In, 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 uh, we'll, we'll discuss different expressions of talking, but in, perhaps in human speech, in human exploration, in, perhaps in academia, who knows what? So, so we have in Yeshua the Pasik that says, this Sefer HaTayda should never be removed from your mouth. So what is your mouth? Your mouth is 
we talk about a mal sicha, the omal akaf al the toil of the mouth. Well, we know that the mouth is never supposed to be removed from Torah. So have omer must be that a person is created for the omol, for the labor of Torah. So we have over here essentially four statements of Rabbi Lezer. First statement is everybody is created to toil. Second statement is perhaps the toil of labor. Rather, says Rabbi Lezer, it must be the toil of speech. The third statement. In speech itself, there is uh, the toil of Torah. So here, we had the, the Rebbe explains that this isn't just a exploration of which type of labor a person is supposed to labor, but it's actually a prescription how the person is supposed to labor. What are the orders of labor? First. The elementary, the basic, the foundational labor is the labor of work. Above that, there has to be the labor of speech. And beyond that, there has to be the labor of Torah. So what are these types of labors? Why are they all important? And why labor at all? So here the Rebbe says, to understand the different elements and dimensions of labor and the fact that in our life we need to have all these different elements, these multiple elements of labor, we have to first understand why must we labor at all? The Eibishter is good and the nature of good is to do good unto others. So let the to do good, bestow good, bless us with good. Why do we need to work for the good? We have the classic answer. Adam the reason that the Ebesha wants us to work for our good is because a person appreciates the good that he has created. The kav shaloi, the little bit, the one kav that the person himself produced, is greater to a person. He feels proud of it. He feels, he feels good about it. As opposed to being on the receiving end and getting nine kav from his friend. As a matter of fact, when a person receives, it's somewhat shameful. When a person's on the receiving end, it's undignified. It doesn't feel good. That's the classic answer that Abishter asks us to labor so that we should feel dignified. And we should feel great. And we should feel that we earned that which we are getting. However, that's true in the rules of nature. In other words, if a parent wants to make their child feel good, they should have the child labor for their reward so that the child feels that they earned it. But we're not talking about 
a Eibishter that's confined into the rules of nature. We're talking about an Eibishter that's beyond, that created the rules of nature. So the question is not why do we have to work? The question is why did Hashem create it that we feel good only when we work? Hashem could have created it that we'll feel dignified and we'll feel justified and we'll feel honorable by being the recipients of His greatness, of His goodness, of His kindness. Why does the Abishah create the world that we have a need to work? And here is the secret. Because creation, the human being, and our role is not simply to be the beneficiaries of Hashem's kindness or to carry out the desire of Hashem. The greatest role we can play is actually being and becoming a partner in creation, is becoming a co-creator, is, be, is, is lifting ourselves above the human experience and being a part creator, as if to say. Identifying with, connecting with, becoming similar, and ultimately partnering the Gemara says, Shutif, the my separations. A person can become a Shutif, a person can become a partner to Akadish Baruch Hu, my separations. So what is the ultimate good? And what is the ultimate purpose? The ultimate purpose is to create. So the reason that we are created to toil, to labor, the purpose of creation is that we be, and the, the penultimate of creation is that we become co-creators. The labor, the reason we have to labor is not just that so we should enjoy the benefits of our labor. Is that so we actually are transformed and we actually become partners in creation. This is why there's labor at all. Now with this paradigm, understanding that the entire purpose is to become partners in creation. So we can go through this Gemara and we can understand the different steps that there are in labor, in creation. The first thing is if we're going to be a partner in creation, if we're going to become a co-creator, being a creator means that we are, we are dealing with and we are creating something which is far removed from us. The Creator creates something far outside themselves. So the first step, the first idea in creation is to actually, is amal melacha, is to actually labor in toil and work in the physical world to transform the physical world, to work the earth. To work in the, the very, very physical matter. 
to that which is farthest from us. Like the Creator. That's the Amal Malacha. However, even when we work that which is farthest and most distant from us, and we perfect it, we haven't created it. We're not co-creators yet. Because we, have st- we are still a part of the system itself. We are a part of creation itself. As a matter of fact, the animal can also work the earth. The animal does work the earth. In other words, working the earth, in a sense, is done within the earth itself, within its own sphere itself. How do we have an influence on earth and work the earth in a creative manner, in a manner which we introduce something new, something from outside the system? Well, says the Rebbe Lezer, Perhaps it's through the labor of sikha of speech. In other words, through the labor of being the human being through bringing humanity into the picture. In other words, not just laboring earth in an earthly way, in an animal-like way, but through introducing a, uh, a human perspective, an objective perspective, an outside perspective, one that's able to think objectively, one that's able to bring in new ideas, new discoveries that's able to uncover sciences and mathematics and, and, uh, and all different types of discoveries. So in other words, now we're bringing in a human dimension to creation. We are actually affecting creation in a way that creation can't affect itself. Now we're more creator-like because we've actually created something in the system. We've actually changed the system, affected the system from without, from above. Says Ebelezer, that that's not enough. To just be the human being, if the purpose is to become Shutaf Lakadish Baruch to become co-creators, just being a human We've affected the system, a system which is far removed from us, and we've brought in a new idea. But we we are still not creator. Hashem is the creator. We're just using the powers that were given to us, the human capacity that was given to us, the objective thought that was given to us, the communication that was given to us, to change the system. But how do we become a co-creator? The whole purpose is becoming a co-creator. That we do through Amal Torah. Through the toil in Torah. Because through Torah, and through the toil of Torah, we actually become one with with the Torah. And the Torah itself is the uniter, brings together heaven and earth. 
and we are now one with the Creator, so we're actually a shutif with the Creator, and, and we have also brought together heaven and earth. So we need every dimension. We need a fact that which is furthest away from us, like the Creator. We need to affect it with a new, the new human idea, the Amal Sicha, like the Creator. And we need to actually become Creator, become one with Hashem, and unite heaven and earth in Hashem. And that is done through Tyre. So, Adam Lo'amal Yulat, a person was, create, was created to toil, and they toil in all three of these levels in Amal Balacha, in Amal Sicha, and ultimately in Amal Taira. This is why we toil, this is how we toil, and it's all because it's the purpose of toil, the purpose of labor, is to become co-creators. And this and the purpose of humanity is to become a Shutaplakadish Baruch. And this is how we do it. We do it through these three steps, through Amamalacha, Sicha, Torah, through physical labor, it, with the human spirit, and ultimately bringing Torah in and introducing Torah and connecting with the Creator. In Avoida language, the Friedrich Rebbe explains in the Mimer that Amal Melacha means a, that a person serves, he, he uh, works the earth, he goes about, does Melacha, but he does it with the Muna, with the belief that it's the Eibishter who gives him the power, it's the Eibishter who gives him the blessing, and that the Eibishter will give him good. So a person is, carries out his melacha, shema tomer lamamalach. You might think that the purpose of creation is accomplished through the working the earth with a muna. That's great. And that's incredible. And it ultimately perfects the earth. However, it doesn't lift it up. For that, we need a malsicha. What's a malsicha? Tfila. Person needs to daven. Davening is a sulam, is a ladder that be, that's rooted and planted on the ground, and the head goes to earth, and and the the davening connects heaven and earth, and ultimately through tfila we lift earth up to heaven. So the second level after we've worked with Amuna, is then we have to dive in, then we have to lift the earth that we've worked with, and we have to bring it heaven-bound. And then, davening itself has a limitation. How high can we reach through tefillah? We can, we can reach as high, we are climbing the ladder. The, the created being is lifting up heaven, earth towards heaven as high as the created being can reach. But to truly transform and to truly go beyond existence, that requires Amal Torah. Torah is the infinity itself. Torah as it exists in earth is infinite. 
Taira is, is, is the presence of Hashem on earth. So w- w- the third level is we infuse Taira. And through the infusion of Taira, now we have not only perfected earth, lifted it up, but we've actually brought together heaven and earth. We've transcended the supernatural into the natural. The finite and the infinite have come together. The, uh, the three dimensions of Amal Melacha, Amal Sicha, and Amal Taira in Avaidah. Now, now that we understand why labor is important, and the underpinning of the Sicha, and these many multiple fabringans, that it's not, we're not identifying which type of labor. We're actually giving an order in the labor. We're actually saying that there first has to be the perfection of earth. And then there has to be the human, um, the human intervention. And then there has to be the godly intervention. Which is Malacha Sicha Torah. Now we can go back to understanding why Avram Avinu sees a land that's perfected, that's being worked, where there is Malacha. He sees and as a prerequisite for the Avram Avinu, who introduces Torah, who begins the era of Torah, who begins the Jewish story. So the first step is that there has to be Malacha. That the world itself, the system itself, has to perfect itself within itself. So Avram Avinu, he sees a land where the people are working. And he, and he sees a land that's perfecting itself. So Avram Avinu then davens. He says, He prays and he says, This will be my place. But in other words, through prayer, he lifts up the land and he, and he brings it up to the next level when he's responded to and he says, says, I will indeed give this land to your descendants and they will be able to transform it to Torah, through Torah. So the, the uh, three steps that exist within the human being and within every experience exists also in the makeover of Eretz Yisrael. There's first the Malacha of those who were there before the Jewish people are there. There's the prayer of Avram Avinu that lifts, it, that lifts it up. And there's the response of Hashem and the ability that Hashem gives us to actually transform Eretz Yisrael and to make it a land uh, where we're able to uh, influence and affect with Torah. So this beautiful Fabregan the rabbi shares with us the mystery of why, that, of why we must work. The purpose of creation is that we become, co- of, uh, that we become co-creators. And thus, life requires us to work hard, to toil. And we become co-creators in the three steps of perfecting the system itself, of influencing the system, and of ultimately bringing the godly within the system. Thank you.